0: Ciao ragazzi, this is Katie Portanova, and you're listening to Florence and Me. I'm a lover of stories and all things Italian, and I'm going to bring you all that in this podcast. My intention is to inspire you to step out of your comfort zone and explore life and travel the world. Join me as I tell you my story many others about Italy and my love, Florence. Andiamo! Ciao a tutti! Katie is back for another episode of Florence and Me. Today I'd like to talk about one of my most favorite things to talk about, um, are these hidden gem trivia type places in Florence, um, that I happen to have found through an acquaintance friend. I can't even remember his name. Um, But he was Italian, and he and I were friends at the time, and obviously not a good friend because I don't remember his name. Um, But he um, told me that there were all these things that can be seen if you really look on the streets of Florence. And I might have talked about a few of them. in the past and some of the past episodes um, but I'm sure I didn't talk about these. Um, there's this book that I bought because of this guy um, that I found at one of the bookstores in Florence that is was translated into English at the time um, but I know it's in Italian. It's called Strolling Through Florence and I know it's called something else in um, in Italian but anyway so these things are things that probably your tour guide if you went on a big tour group she might have or he might have mentioned some things but not all of these things because these things are really hard to see um from where you are like on the ground because some of them are really high up anyway so we'll start with this first one it's called uh Berta's bell this legend there's two legends um having to do with this um particular um statue slash piece of stone okay <laughs> as you can tell i don't re- i mean i this is how i talk anyway all right so on the via charitani um side of the church of santa maria maggiore which is via charitani is the main sh- one of the- yes the main road that leads to the st- uh, the train station since Maria novella Um, It turns into two other names, I believe. But more towards the Duomo is via Ceritani. Uh, There is a female head in marble, so not stone, um, dating back to the Roman times. And there's two legends having to do with this head. And you can't miss it because it's a white marble head. Now, looking at it close up in this book I have, it could be... Looked at as a woman or a man, in my opinion. Um, so Berta, they they named this this part of the legend Berta because she lived during the 13th century. She was a commoner and a frutivendolo, so she um, sold vegetables right in front of the church. Um, she was famous and a much loved character. Of the area, of the quarter, of the neighborhood, um, so she used to sell her produce right at the foot of this bell tower. So there's a tower where her head is actually. Um, she was dedicated to the church and to her work of of this these this produce this uh, these vegetables. She never married or had children. When she grew old, she decided to leave all her possessions to the friars at Santa Maria Maggiore to whom she entrusted the task of casting a bell for the bell tower. Apparently, it didn't have a bell. And this bell was to be rung at sunset in order to warn all the vegetable growers working in the fields outside the city walls, as well as peasants and other, like, traveling people, that it was time to come back into the city walls. Because back then, the city walls, um, there were the big doors. And if you've watched any, you know, medieval-time movie that's basically what Florence had they had the four doors and I've talked about the doors before so they would close them up at night um because outside of the old city walls um they it was all like farmland which as it's for me it's like amazing to even think about still um so so what's the um, yeah so the city so this is why she wanted it so that's why it's called berta's bell so they 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 created this marble head in the side of the building side of the church to commemorate berta because it you know she gave all her money to the friars to build this bell and so yeah so this was like a sign of gratitude for the townsfolk of the of this of this neighborhood to give um, in memory of Berta. Um, the other legend is is said the priest who turned to stone. So this same head is another legend. So there is this um, this professor, this scholar called Diascoli, and he was um, he he studied a wide range of disciplines like astrology, astronomy, and alchemy. A scientist and contemporary writer of Dante Alighieri, who, he, whom he was harshly critical of Dante Alighieri, and he was also a professor at the University of Bologna. And in 1327, he was accused of witchcraft and condemned to death. So as he was being taken to the Bargello to be hung or burned alive, I believe it was burned alive, um, he they 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 would do processions of people being condemned to death and as they passed the the church of Santa Maria Maggiore there was a priest leaning out of this window um and the priest saw him say to one of the soldiers um that he was thirsty before he was gonna be burned alive. And because the priest convinced that he was the devil, because he was Condemned to death because he was said to be doing witchcraft. He yelled down to the soldiers, If you give him water, um, if you let him drink water, he will never die. Which, of course, is absurd, right? At which Chekho Diascoli looked up at the priest enraged and said, And your head will never leave that window. And at which the priest was turned to stone in that window. So that's the other legend which one is correct we don't know i kind of think it's the um birdo story to be honest but that's just another that's my own thought um the other story which i really like to talk about and i i i don't i just i love this story about it's not probably the best story but um so there is in piazza Annunziata there is a palazzo that faces the inside of the piazza okay and there are these shutters now you probably would never notice these are things like again you would never you would never notice these things unless you really looked for them um so there's these shutters that are always opened and it's on a specific um it's on a specific level, like sec- I think it's the second floor of this palazzo. And there's a story of this woman who moved into that, that palazzo with her love, the love of her life. And and when her love of her life had to go off to war on horseback, so you mangi- can imagine how old this was, this story, um, she vowed to wait there and waited for her love to come back from war and she waited and she waited and she waited and lo and behold he never came back so what happened okay so for what is told this is all legend okay I've never been in this palazzo I would like to because those of you that know me I love ghost stories and I love spirits um so what happened was this wife, she basically died in that in that room, okay. And every time after she died, when the body was being taken away, they they closed the they closed these shutters, and it was one of those bottom half shutters. So it wasn't like the open one, like a door, like a window open. It was like the bottom half lifting up type of shutter. Um, they closed them, and crazy things started ha- happening. So books were flying off shelves. Furniture was jumping. The lamps were turning on and off. Pictures dropping off walls. Everything moving. And the members of her family were so scared that they just vowed to always keep the um, these shutters open. And to this day, even when I was there in September, they're still open. OK, so this is a I, I, I just love this story because again, something you would never you would never look up at. Um and then the other story I wanted to talk about. So that's that story. The other story I wanted to talk about. Oh. This is another one of my favorites. So there is this um in in the same piazza Annunziata, which is a street. There's a street called Via de Servi that goes right into um the Duomo. Like you look up and there's the Duomo. Um there used to be this orphanage there the Spedale degli Innocenti and the Spedale is like a hospital it's like kind of an abbreviation of hospital so there is this there's this place on if you there's this place right outside of the the orphanage where right now you can see um it's still there it's kind of gated a little bit with like a fence like a yeah like a fence and there is this grate this like metal grate window looks like a window and then right above the window there are these babies and there's like um looks like it's a like a um in latin something from the bible i'm sure um and this where there was once a wheel that was that would go into this window, okay? So mothers that couldn't take care of their babies back in the Middle Ages, medieval times, um, uh, for 500 years this happened, I believe. I read it, yeah, I read it. It's like 500 years. It was, it was a, it was a working orphanage, and like in our story, um, we talked about with the wine doors, they actually made wine in there. So there was a, a vineyard in there um, that the the orphans actually helped with, but anyway. The mothers would leave their babies, newborn babies, and they would ring a bell. There was like a bell that you could ring, and then they would scurry off, you know. And they would, um, the nun around to the other side would wheel this baby around, and then attached to the baby, the mothers would um, attach things around their necks, like um, jewelry or medals or something, pieces of fabric, something to remember the mother by as the child grew up, you know what they did. Um, but yeah. So that's a really cool thing cuz again, you wouldn't know this unless I'm telling you and somebody else is telling you as well. Um, yeah. So those were like a couple stories I I always like telling people, especially when I take them to Florence. These are like the types of um uh stories I like to share when we go on these walking tours. Um, because as much as I can explain you know things about the churches like of course I would take you to my favorite church Apostoli. Um, I know a lot about that history um, and other types of churches that have a lot of history there's a lot of things in the streets that's why I always tell people when they plan to go to Florence or any town in Italy but mostly Florence and Rome Venice like it's it, the city is a museum okay so there's so much history on the streets of Florence and on the walls, like on some of the the palazzi, on some of the palazzos, they have, um, you know, uh, marble plates that say things. Like the one in San, near Sant Apostoli, there's a there's a a marble, um, what is it, a sign? Why can't I think of words today? Um, that says where the Arno got, how high it got. In November of 1966. And that's like incredible because that whole church was underwater. Whole church underwater. And cause it was right next to the river. Um, but yeah, there's like a lot of cool things that a lot of people don't look for when they're in Florence. So I like to bring those things to you so you can um learn a little bit while you're on my podcast. Um we will be back next week with a new episode. Um Julia is moving she's moving her six cats and her lovely husband to a town nearby um so she was moving this week so we couldn't record um so I'm hoping we'll get back next week um and talk about um fungi I think we were going to talk about mushrooms or we might talk about something else I'm not sure but um I hope you're enjoying all those episodes I'm having really a lot of fun like reminiscing about um Italian dishes and other things about Italy um, with Julia and um, and I hope it's beneficial and please let me know. Again, if there's anything you like to us to talk about, us to research, um, I plan on bringing some other episodes out maybe um, with other types of cool history bits because I love history and I love everything um, there is about um, Florence. so I hope to bring some more episodes with you for you, um, to you (laughs) in the coming weeks. Um, but yeah, please, um, leave me a message on that speak pipe, that little voice message. Um, I will add that to the notes and I'll see you next time on the podcast. A presto. Allora, buonasera. Buongiorno, buonanotte, wherever you are and have a lovely day. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao, ciao. I am beyond grateful for you listening to my podcast right now. I am so excited to share my journey of living abroad and all my stories of Florence and Italy and all the places in between that I've visited. If this has reached you in any way and you would like to continue, please subscribe now. Also, go check out my website, trulyitaly.com tours for all my travel experiences she ciao